Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of the game with highlights, player interviews, and we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Jay Stingler, plus an update on the scores from around baseball, final comments from the radio booth, and of course, your phone calls. You can call us at 833-288-0973. Catch it all here on the Padres Radio Network. Well, we can be sure of one thing. When the Giants and Padres get together, it's going to be a close game. That was until the eighth inning when the Padres took over and scored all of their runs late in the game. Well, not all of their runs, but they broke it open late in the game. Blake Snell, he may not have been happy when he was removed from the game, but in the end, he'll take home his first win as a Padre, and he moves to 1-0 on the year. He looked great through the first three innings of this game. Really, all throughout, he looked pretty good. And he didn't go trouble-free, but he was locked in to start the game. He threw 91 pitches on the night. And in the first inning, he was uh, real quick, 11 pitches. Second inning, 19 pitches. Third inning, 10 pitches. Then he ran into a little bit of trouble in the fourth inning. He threw 21 pitches. And then in the fifth, which was his final inning, he went uh, 30 pitches there so Blake he was dealing and when he is locked in and his slider is working he has that Cy Young stuff he threw 24 sliders tonight and seven times the Giants swung and missed 58% of the time tonight when a Giants hitter swung at his slider they swung right through it so the slider was by far and away his best pitch tonight in regards to fooling hitters 13 total swings and misses on the night And Blake Snell has to be feeling good after he got his first win as a Padre tonight. He will end up with a final line on the game of five innings pitched, giving up five hits, uh, two runs scored, one of those earned, three walks, six strikeouts. He gave up a home run, and he is now 1-0 on the year. Now, Di Sclafani, he was dealing as well. It was a pitcher's duel up until, actually, Di Sclafani came out of the game, and I know that Jesse and Tony were both saying that that may have been a bad decision for the Giants to take him out of the game. He, was being not, he wasn't being touched by Padres hitters for the most part. Manny Machado, he hit that three-run home run in the first inning, and then after that, it was just three up, three down, very quick innings, nothing to it. And um, they took Adi Sclafani out of the game after just uh, 76 pitches. So he definitely had some more in the tank, I would think, after six innings. But, you know, coming off of that, shutout that he had earlier in the week it was a nine inning shutout so he uh you know may have been a little bit more taxed than usual but they did take him out and then the Padres did get to the bullpen of the San Francisco Giants Di Sclafani on the night six innings gave up three hits three runs three earned runs he struck out three let's waste no time and Jay Stingler Padres manager is speaking to the media right now Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from the manager, Jay Stingler. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. You know, he's working it up, working it down. Um, threw a lot of change-ups, felt like early, and, and did a great job of keeping them off speed. Uh, or, or off balance, I should say. Um, and, you know, I thought, you know, the first three innings really good and um, you know, I think we ran into just, the, you know, the 30 pitches there in the fifth where he had to battle and get through. Uh, but uh, it's nice for him to get the uh, W. And uh, it was nice the way the bullpen came and and uh, threw the ball to, to finish up the game. 
How nice was it for him also to get that strikeout for that last out to escape that jam in, in the fifth? Yeah, I think that was th- that was huge, and you know that's where you know we were around the, the the ninety pitch mark, and you know if it you know probably wasn't for the thirty pitches that inning, we're you know probably going back out, um, you know. But uh, you know he he did his job. Um, you know he left the game with a lead and. And, uh, you know, the bullpen was able to, to close the door and, and uh, offensively we were able to add on there in the eighth, which was huge. Early runs always important, but even more so against a guy like Desclafani to be able to jump on him from the get-go before he gets locked in. Yeah, you know, Grisham goes single, Taddy draws the walk, and, you know, Manny battles and, and gets something out over the plate and up and, you know, was able to get us on the board. So uh, that was huge, um, you know, to be able to, you know, play with the lead from the beginning. Uh, that was nice. Nice to have Austin Nola back there again tonight. Yeah, for sure. It's just nice uh, having him, you know, everywhere in the clubhouse and certainly behind the plate. Um, uh, I thought I, I thought him and Snell, uh, the, the way they started the game, um, I thought they were on the, the, the same page, had a good chemistry working, and, and uh, overall it was a good start for him. I know we've talked about this bullpen a lot, but what they did again tonight with the four scoreless and striking out six in a row, it just it, it, it sort of never ceases to amaze you despite – the workload that they've had this year they, they, they've been unbelievable and you know Craig to come in and get us through the sixth and and uh you know Adams uh was just absolutely filthy tonight you know I thought the slider was you know extra sharp and and then Pagan comes in through the heart of their order and and uh for him to uh you know get get the punch outs that he did you know through the through the heart of the order and then you know Pierce uh, you know settled in gave up the leadoff walk but comes right back gets the double play ball and and uh you know we're able to uh, uh not have to use Melanson which is nice tonight thank you Jason Kevin AC I know it ended up being an all around victory where you got the add on runs you got the runs cuz of the, the running game but to get some slug with uh, or to get a homer with guys on base how nice was that oh it was huge and and uh you know for, for for Manny you know I think he you know had to battle a little bit that at bat and finally got got something he could handle and you know to get barrel on the ball and and just get the momentum in our dugout uh that was huge he's hit a lot of balls hard but he's kind of been scuffling in terms of the results is is that just you know luck what uh I know he's been working really hard too uh so what's been going on with him yeah, I think uh, he has been working and and um, he has hit the ball hard. And uh, I think, you know, there's another gear or so. And, and once he kind of finds it, um, you know, I've talked about it for a while. You know, he, he's able to maintain and hold it. So I feel like we're getting closer. And and uh, tonight was, uh, you know, a great sign. Even thought they're um, the, the last at bat. Uh, I thought Longori made a hell of a play and, you know, probably took a hit away from him there. So I think just continue to, to find the barrel, swing at the right pitches, you know, stay in the batter's box for a while and, and, and wait for his, um, you know, it's, it, it's going to come. And, you know, I, nothing was bigger than the, the three run homer to kind of set the tone, you know, for tonight. Is that as good as Pagan has been? That was really good tonight. Uh, I thought he had all his pitches working. It felt like he had some extra hop. Um, you know, felt like his fastball kept climbing. And uh, to get the swing and miss, um, you know, that's uh, that's as sharp as I've seen him in a while. Any idea who's starting tomorrow? Uh, no. No. We'll, we'll announce something in the morning. We're going to, you know, kind of see where some of the guys are at. Good. AJ Caskill. What, what can you divulge about, like, what that's contingent upon who, who will start tomorrow? I mean, obviously, we've got a lot of things going on, um, you know, with, with, with different guys. I'm not going to get into detail, um, but, uh, you know, we, we, we've got some guys coming back, um, you know, off of injury, and we're, we're just going to leave it at that. All right, that was Jace Tingler, Padres manager, speaking with the media after the Padres beat the Giants 6-2. to two. I was holding out and waiting for the media to ask him the question of who's going to pitch tomorrow. They still don't know. I'm not going to lie. It makes me a little nervous because uh, it was supposedly a slam dunk that Denelson Lamette was going to start tomorrow. But maybe they're just, you know, play, doing some gamesmanship type stuff, uh, throwing the Giants off a little bit. But 
We'll have to continue to wait until we find out who is going to pitch for the Padres against Kevin Gosman tomorrow. All right, let's head to uh, our first break of the night. I'm Matt Scraby. This is the Padres postgame show on 97.3. The fan, the Padres beat the Giants 6-2. Blake Snell gets his first win in a Padres uniform, and the Padres are now 16-12 on the year and on a three-game winning streak. So good stuff for their standings in the National League West. We'll get into all of that on the postgame show, but when we get back, we'll relive tonight's game on 97.3 the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Fernando Tatis Jr. from the San Diego Padres. You're listening to Padres Baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Scraby back with you here on the Padres postgame show, 97.3 The Fan and the Padres beat the Giants 6-2 to tonight, get some late-inning runs, got a tweet from uh, Katie, and she said, I love those late runs, so good to get those, and I agree. So if you want to tweet me, if you want to say anything to us here on the postgame show, at Matt Scraby, you could do that. You could also give us a call, 833-288-0973. Coach is standing by, but let's first hear what happened tonight in the game. Let's listen back to the most exciting plays from today's game with our game highlights presented by EcoWater SoCal. What's in your water? Find out online at EcoWaterSoCal.com and schedule your free water test today. That's EcoWaterSoCal.com. So Blake Snell having his best start as a Padre tonight. He started the game as good as you can, going 1-2-3 and getting out of the top of the first inning in only 11 pitches. Then the Padres gave him a little support. Trent Grisham singled against DiSclefani. Then Tatis walked, and Manny Machado, he stepped to the plate in the bottom of the first with two on and no outs. One and two, here it is to Manny, and that is sent to the air to very deep left field. Ruff is going back. He is at the wall. It's going to go. A three-run homer for Manny Machado. A first-inning moonshot to give the Padres a 3 to nothing lead. Manny's fourth home run of the season. And right there, we thought maybe this game was going to be different from all the others. Di Sclafani was trying to fool Manny with throwing slider, slider, sinker. But then he got a knuckle curve and gave him no problems. He launched a 399-foot home run. So Padres lead 3-0. Blake Snell then walked Evan Longoria to start the second, but then got three straight outs. Nothing going for the Padres in the second half of that inning. Top of the third, saw more of the same from Blake Snell. He got through the top of the third, 1-2-3. Di Sclafani on the other side took care of the Padres. The same in the bottom, 1-2-3. And again, we have a good old-fashioned pitcher's duel. Then things got a little tougher on Blake Snell in the top of the uh, fourth inning. Darren Ruff singled on a hard-hit ground ball to center. Buster Posey walked. Uh, Snell strikes out Evan Longoria, and Brandon Belt singled to left, and the bases were loaded for the Giants. And just when he needed it, Snell forced Wilmer Flores to ground into a double play and end the inning without giving up a run, so he escapes. In the bottom half of the fourth, some weird things happen on the Padres' side. Hosmer struck out. Jake Cronenworth flew out to center field, but the weird stuff was Will Myers walked, which brought up Tommy Pham, and then on a 2-2 count, Will Myers, he ran towards second base trying to steal second, maybe thought it was a foul ball or a walk or something because he ran right through second base. He, he didn't do anything he just ran right through it thought maybe the ball was dead he was tagged out and it was a wasted opportunity for the Padres there top of the fifth inning was the toughest inning for Blake Snell he threw 30 pitches in that one and it was also his last inning the first batter of the inning for the Giants Mauricio Dubon opened up the inning with this Dubon replaced Crawford in the game last night gets the start here and now sends one to deep left field an absolute no doubter and a home run for Mauricio Dubon. That is his first of the season. And the Giants are on the board. 3-1 to one here in the fifth. Wow. 
Yeah, three to one there in the fifth, so the shutout is no more. Snell got Talkman to ground out for the first out, then pitcher DeSclafani reached on an air by Jake Cronenworth. Blake Snell got Austin Slater to ground out for the second out, then Darren Ruff with DeSclafani on second did this. Here's the pitch from Snell. Curveball hit well into left field. That'll be a base hit. DeSclafani is rounding third. He's going to come in and score. RBI single Darren Ruff to bring home the pitcher. It is now a 3-2 Padre lead here in the fifth. So the Jake Cronenworth air comes back to bite them. DeSclafani reaching on the air and then scoring later in the inning. Uh, Buster Posey reached. Evan Longoria walked. And in back-to-back innings, Blake Snell had the bases loaded. Bad situation for him. Brandon Belt was up to bat. Lefty on lefty and... 3-2 Padres in the top of the fifth. Bases loaded, two outs. The 1-2, swung on and missed. Belt could not connect with the fastball. 96 up in the zone. And a sixth strikeout of the night for Blake Snell. Sixth strikeout and the last strikeout. That would be the last batter for Blake Snell. He went five innings, gave up five hits, gave up only one earned run while striking out six on 91 pitches. Then DeSclafani went three up, three down, the bottom of the fifth. Craig Stammen came in, relieved Blake Snell, had no issues with the Giants, three up, three down. Same thing happened with the Padres. Trent Grisham, Fernando Tatis Jr., and Manny Machado went three up, three down, and DeSclafani was done for the night. He was removed after throwing just uh, 76 pitches in six innings. He didn't have power numbers, but he was pretty dominant. That three-run homer from Manny in the first was all that he gave up. And again, Jesse and Tony during the game were uh, questioning the move by Giants manager Gabe Kapler for taking him out only on 76 pitches while he was dominating like he was. But that's good for the Padres. Austin Adams, he relieved Craig Stam and had no problem striking out the side in the top of the seventh. The Padres threatened in the bottom of the seventh, but couldn't score, so we're still at 3-2. Emilio Pagan came in, and he struck out the side in the top of the eighth, so that's six straight strikeouts for Padres pitchers. And here is where the game broke open. Bottom of the eighth, Jerickson Profar didn't waste any time. First pitch is hit in the air to deep right field. Talkman is going back. He is at the wall. It's going to go. Jerkson Profar, big time bat flip, big time fist pump as he rounds first. And the Padres get the add-on run. Four to two after just one pitch here in the eighth. His first of the season for Jerickson Profar, and they weren't done scoring in the eighth inning. Trent Grisham singled. Tatis Jr. reached on a fielder's choice. Manny Machado grounded out, and there were two outs. The Giants elected to intentionally walk Eric Hosmer, and they brought in reliever Jose Alvarez. Fernando Tatis Jr. and Eric Hosmer then moved to second and third on a double steal, which brought Jake Cronenworth to the plate with two outs. The two in scoring position for Cronenworth. Here's the 1-1 pitch that's lined into right field. That'll get down for a base hit. Tatis has scored. Here comes Hosmer, a two-run single and a 6-2 lead in the eighth. The Padre base running again, absolutely huge. And with the Padres up by four runs, Mark Melanson, who was warming up, he was no longer needed, and Pierce Johnson came into the game and sealed it for the Padres. Johnson, a long pause. Now the pitch, and a ground ball slowly to the right side. Hosmer waits on it. He's got it. Flip to Pierce Johnson in time, and that is the ball game, and that is a winner. And the Padres go on to win 6-2. Blake Snell getting his first win on the year. He moves to 1-0. DeSclafani taking the loss goes to 2-1. Kind of unfair. His uh, bullpen let him down there. But uh, it still goes down as a loss for DeSclafani. The Padres ended up with six runs on six hits. They did have an error that Jake Cronenworth there. And the Giants had two runs on five hits and no errors. So the Padres moved to 16 and 12 on the year. They have won three in a row. The Giants fall to 16 and 11 on the season. And we're about to go and talk with uh, Coach John Quintero. But if you have anything to say to us, we're going to take some calls here after that. I know Kathy's online. 833-288-0973 is the number. If you want to tweet me, I can uh, read some of your your thoughts. It's at Matt Scraby, M-A-T-T-S-K-R-A-B as in boy Y, or at 97.3, the fan SD. So with that said... Let's go out and talk with Coach John Quintera, noon to three weekdays on 97.3 The Fan. How's it going, Coach? How's your night? 
Uh, going well, uh, Matty. Uh, very nice to see uh, Manny get the ball club on the uh, board early in the ball game and allowed Blake Snell to go out there and kind of uh, do what he does. Unfortunately, he lost that command and had to pitch out of a couple of jams tonight and wasn't able to go real deep in this ball game, throwing 91 pitchers and only five innings. But once again, the bullpen tonight, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. You're you're 100% right on that. They, they were talking during the game, Jesse and Tony, about how the bullpen has been the MVP of the uh, the 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 team for the Padres this year. What what is your take on Blake Snell coming out after ninety one pitches? Do you think he, would you have sent, uh, sent him back out there for a sixth inning? Uh, I think you you could have, but I think it had been batter by batter at that point in time. I, I think uh, uh, Jace did the right thing getting him out of there. You know, he really lost command. I mean, he threw a lot of pitchers in that fifth inning, and he had to work very, very hard to get through that fifth inning to stay in the ball game because, you know, they had Craig Stammen warming up there, and, you know, he was able to get that final hitter out with the bases loaded. And, you know, uh, again, uh, Blake Snell, uh, I, I guess, you know, when I'm watching the game tonight, I'm thinking, you know what? He's only gone five and a third one time. I mean, you know, he's basically been a five-inning pitcher. And I started to say to myself, you know what? Maybe Kevin Cash and Tampa Bay knew something that we know when we made this deal. Uh, even though he won the Cy Young in 2018, he's having a hard time uh, getting past that fifth inning right now. And I think a lot of it uh, could change if he'd be a little bit more aggressive with his fastball. He wants to uh, get a little bit too cute and try to finesse a little bit too much. I'd like to see him. Uh, he got good stuff, man. Be aggressive and go at these guys. Try to get them out in fewer pitches rather than throwing seven and eight pitches to everybody. Yeah, his pitch count does run up pretty high when he gets into a little bit of trouble. I was saying uh, before you came on that he had you know, 11 pitches in the first inning, 19 pitches in the second, and then the third, 10 pitches. But then he had 51 pitches between the fourth and the fifth inning. So that's uh, it, it's, it's almost an easy move for uh, for Jace Tingler to take him out of the game. Um, you know, Blake Snell, though, he, he did look good, really good to start out the game. So you know it's there. You definitely know that the, the skill and the, the pitching talent is there. So it's just about him getting deeper into the games. You know, Matt, I think there, there are two things that, you know, just watching Snell. And, again, I, I was a guy that, you know, even before they made the trade on the talk show, I was constantly saying, hey, you know, call Tampa, see if you can get Blake Snell. Mm -hmm. I do remember that. See if you can get Blake Snell. We have not seen the best of Blake Snell yet, okay? A couple of things. Number one, I think he needs to be much more aggressive with his fastball. Go at these guys. Uh, he's got a good uh, riding uh, four-seam fastball up in the zone. One of the best in the business, by the way. Mm -hmm. But I also think there's a concentration uh, lapse there from time to time. You know, sometimes when you're really talented, you go out there and you try to pitch. Uh, and players do this all the time in all sports. They go out there and they try to play on their ability rather than, you know, really bearing down. And I, I think he's a free-spirited guy. I think he's a great guy. But I think his concentration has a tendency to lapse from, you know, inning to inning, uh, batter to batter, maybe even pitch to pitch. And, you know, I think uh, that's an area where I think he can improve. But more than anything else, I, I'd like to see him trust his stuff and go at these guys a little bit uh, uh, earlier in the count rather than driving these pitch counts up. That way he can go deeper into the ball games. He's in good enough shape right now. There's no question in my mind he's in good enough shape he can go deep. The problem is you can't have those 25-pitch innings. No, you definitely can't. What do you think? Uh, this is something we talk about on Gwen and Chris all the time, and, and Tony and Chris are absolutely in love with the way that the Padres run the bases. I haven't really uh, heard what, what you've said on your show, but I'm sure that you've talked about it. What, what are your thoughts on the double steals, the hit and runs, all the stuff we don't usually see in baseball anymore? Well, I've always been a big hit-and-run fan. We don't see that uh, very often. In fact, uh, when you do see it, you want to cork and bottle it a little bit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as far as stealing bases, I, I think the Padres, they got the athleticism to do it. They're doing a good job. I really don't know what Will Myers was doing tonight, trying to steal a <laughs> yeah, bag what? and going in standing up. Uh, you know, I was kind of surprised that they even ran him because I know, you know, he's been nursing a pretty sore right knee. That's why he's missed a lot of starts here over the last two and a half weeks. But, you know, a lot of teams don't do a great job, Matt, of holding runners on. And Tatis and Machado, uh, Grisham, those guys in pro far, those guys do a good job of reading pitchers, especially when they're at second base. They do a great job of getting a walking lead. And if that pitcher's not going to stop you from getting a, a, a walking lead, 
that you're just going to continue your momentum and try to steal third base. And, you know, that uh, will force your hitters at the plate to get a lot more fastballs when the opponent knows that you like to run. You're not going to have to sit there and wait for breaking balls. You're going to probably force that team to throw a few more fastballs. And if they're throwing a few more fastballs, rushing their delivery, they may leave it up. And all of a sudden now you got a two- or three-run homer just because they've been worried about what the guys are doing on the base paths. That's very true. That's very true. Now, Coach, we have no idea who is going to pitch for the Padres tomorrow. And I was just saying it makes me a little nervous because uh, it seemed like Denelson Lamette was kind of a slam dunk. They also have Joe Musgrove, who usually pitches after Blake Snell. So what do you think they're going to do tomorrow? Well, Musgrove was scheduled, but then they you know, threw out there that – uh, you know, Lamette may make a start in this series. It was going to be on Sunday. They've also talked about him pitching on Monday. Uh, they wanted to give Joe an extra day. Uh, I don't know. I mean, in, in weathers, is he in the mix somewhere along mm, the line the next couple of days? I, I don't know. I can't imagine they're going to run weathers back out there, you know, after they had to take him out after that one inning in Arizona the other night. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. My guess right now, uh, is they'd like to pitch Lamette, but they're going to wait and see how he feels in the morning. If not, uh, I would imagine Musgrove's going to go unless they want to have a bullpen game. But i got to tell you, Matt, this <laughs> bullpen has been awesome. They were awesome tonight. Uh, they've been awesome most of the year. But we just finished the first month of the year. This bullpen, I don't believe, can pitch the entire uh, six months. And then in, if the Padres qualify for the playoffs, I just don't think they're going to have enough of bullets left. They're pitching way too much night in and night out right now. You're you're absolutely right. It feels like they have a bullpen night almost every night. It's it's crazy, except for the <laughs> nights that you Darvish pitches because yeah, he'll, he'll make it seven innings, night, no problem. Yeah, 12 strikeouts. You Darvish is every bit of the ace that uh, we thought he was when they were traded, when he was traded to the Padres. All right, Coach, any final thoughts before we uh, let you go for the night? Well, just uh, kind of looking at my little note card here that I keep uh, uh, every night. Uh, once again, uh, the Padre pitching staff uh, tonight, 12 punch outs. And on the other side of the ledger, uh, Padres only struck out four times tonight. So that's good. Uh, Dee Sclafani, I thought, pitched very, very well tonight. Um, I heard you. Uh, I'm not so surprised that they, they took him out. You know, he threw a complete game shutout mm-hmm. last time. And, yeah. you know, uh, I think uh, Kapler uh, and Andrew Bailey, their pitching coach, and maybe even Buster Posey, who I think doing a great job behind the plate after opting out last year. He's really playing good baseball. I think they probably felt Dee Sclafani was starting to give a little bit of ground, even though he looked really, really good. Maybe he was a little fatigued from going nine last time out. But uh, they got a tough one they're going against tomorrow. Kevin Gosman's off to a great start, and uh, it'd be nice if the Padres could, uh, you know, sweep them before the Buccos come in. Whoever the Padres uh, pitch tomorrow, uh, hopefully they're able to go fairly deep into the ball game, and uh, hopefully on Monday when I hit the airways at 12 o'clock, we're talking about a three-game sweep. And by the way, uh, you were on the air, but the Dodgers ended up giving up three runs in the bottom of the 11th, get beat again tonight. Yeah, we are. Uh, we were watching that game, actually. So the Dodgers have lost, I believe they have lost, uh, or they've only won three of their last 11 games, so they've lost eight games in the last 11. That's a lot. Uh, is a lot. Yeah, and they also lost Dustin May tonight. Uh, yeah, and I was watching true. that game before the Padres got going, and I, I know it's a right arm injury, but it did not look good. did not look good. It looked like one of those things where the pitcher knew that something bad happened and uh, wanted the training staff out there. Thanks so much but for... Hey, nonetheless, the Padres are playing great baseball, and yep. let's keep it rolling tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Coach. Have a great night, and uh, people will be hearing from you on the post game tomorrow. Sounds great, Maddie. Thanks. That was Coach John Quintera here breaking down the game with us on the Padres postgame show. You can hear him weekdays from noon to 3 on 97.3 The Fan. We got a couple callers on the line, so please stay there. I know Kathy is one of them. We're going to get to the name of the other here in the break. If you, or We're going to take you on the other side. If you want to give us a call and talk about tonight's game, 833-288-0973, uh, you can do that, or you can tweet me at Matt Scraby or at 973thefansd. When we get back, we're going to take some of your calls. We're also going to find out what the play of the game was and hear from Blake Snell after his best start as a Padre. That's all next. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is 97.3 The Fan. When it comes to starting your morning off right. Hey, this is Woods from Ben and Woods. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. 
And Matt Scraby with you here on the Padres postgame show, coming to you after a uh, 6-2 to win for the Padres over the Giants. Blake Snell gets his first win on the year. We're going to hear from uh, Blake Snell in this segment, and we're going to hear uh, what we pick for a play of the game. But first, I wanted to get out to the phone lines, and I know Kathy is uh, waiting to uh, talk about tonight's game. How, how are you doing tonight, Kathy? How are you feeling? Oh, my God, that was so amazing. It was so nice to be back in a ballpark again. Oh, you went to the game today. I thought that's what you said when we were screening you. Okay. How did it feel inside the ballpark? It was so electric being in there with the fans. I mean, it's just, I I don't think I'm going to have a voice tomorrow after screaming so much. It was (laughs) great. And, of course, the Dodgers losing tonight made it even better because we are now tied with the Dodgers. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what, uh, that was, that was amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say, what was the the biggest point of the game tonight um, down there? What 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 got people going? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, starting off in the first with Manny's three and Homer, but then you know that late inning hit. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I'm like so out of it right now. <laughs> you know what I you know what I love about you, Kathy, oh, is that you treat that. you treat game thirty. I don't even know what game it is, but you treat game twenty eight. Yeah. As it's game 163, and I love that. You're you're in on every single play. So appreciate uh, you calling, Kathy, after the game. And please call us on going to Chris this week. All right. Thanks, Matt. You have a good rest of your you, weekend. You too. You too. Love having Kathy uh, on the show. She She's a very dedicated Padre fan living in Los Angeles and having to take the, the, the scruff. The scuff? I don't know. I'm just going to stop going down that road. And I'm going to take Carlos in San Marcos. How are we doing tonight, Carlos? What's up, Matt? Uh, doing good. Also hit the game. It was electric. Um, not a lot of orange in the stadium, which you love to see. The boys are buzzing. Uh, good team win overall tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what was your uh, what, what point of the game did you uh, get going with everybody else? I mean, what was the loudest cheer of the game? Because I wasn't down there, so I got to live through you. It had to be the Manny home run for sure. Uh, he was due, set us off right. And then also the pro part uh, home run, it was a no-doubter right off the bat. It was so good to see a little bat flip too. The the team was just hitting on all cylinders tonight. Unfortunately, again, Snell, I think Coach hit it right on the head that he needs to be a little more aggressive, got a little too cute, put himself in a bind there in the fifth. It would have been nice to see him uh, pitch a little deeper in the game. But, again, the bullpen has been killing it this year, so they, they absolutely picked him up after that. Absolutely. And the Dodgers, as you know, Kathy just said, they lost an extra. So good things all around. Thank you for calling, Carlos. Appreciate it. I hope to talk to you again soon. And there goes Carlos. If you want to give us a call, 833-288-0973. Appreciate Kathy and Carlos. Now let's go to Jessica and Carlsbad. Jessica, were you at the game? No, I was supposed to be at the game tonight, and I ended up giving up my tickets, um, and I'm very bummed about it. <laughs> You're very bummed about it. Well, that's okay. I mean, there's plenty of other games this year. What, what are you th- thinking? What were you calling in for? What do you want to talk about? Um, you know what? This team is so fun to watch right now. I mean, I know Tatis has had a couple errors. I mean, kind of maybe a lot of errors. But <laughs> that jump out at short that he made tonight was just what the team needed. And that that eighth inning bomb by Jerickson, I mean, everyone loves that guy's smile. And it got us pumped up. I was honestly, I was like, I wanted to hurry through the game because it's been a while since, we've been able to be this confident about our team. Like I knew we were going to win and I just wanted to go watch the Dodgers lose. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. You're, you're right. There is a different feel to this team a little bit. You don't feel like the impending doom late in the game of another team uh, getting back in the game or taking over the lead in the game. But uh, next time I guess, well, you know, maybe you should give away your tickets every time. Cause now that you've given away your tickets once they've won, you know, you can't, you can't reverse the trend. Well, I've I've been to already five games this season, and I think I've won four oh, out of okay. my five. So okay, well, then, never mind. Just up, Yeah, but... take everything I just said off the table. <laughs> Please go to the next game. Uh, but appreciate you calling in, Jessica. That is uh, – I, you know, I love hearing from the fans that are really pumped on this team. It, Padres fans deserve this. The long-time Padres, long-time Padres fans deserve this as well. 
I know we got one more caller, but we're going to uh, we're going to uh, go to our play of the game real quick, and then we're going to get to some of those phone calls. So let's do that right now and find out what we chose for play of the game. What was the turning point in today's game? Let's take a listen to the bold play of the game presented by Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. Bold, public, packed with lemonade flavor. 3-2 Padres in the top of the fifth. Bases loaded, two outs. The 1-2, swung on and missed. Belt could not connect with the fastball. 96 up in the zone. And a sixth strikeout of the night for Blake Snell. And that was our play of the game. He got out of a major jam right there. Things could have turned for the worse for Blake Snell, but he uh, was able to strike out Brandon Belt. 96-mile-an-hour heater. So uh, as Coach said earlier, he didn't get too cute with that pitch. And he was able to get out of the inning with no damage done. So play the game. Blake Snell striking out Brandon Belt. Let's, uh, we got a few other callers, but we're going to have to screen you guys here in uh, just a second. So stay right there, 833-288-0973. But first, we're going to hear from Blake Snell. And he met with the media after the game to talk about his win. Let's take you inside the clubhouse and find out what the Padres have to say after today's game on the Padres Radio Network. Yeah, just ready for more. So, uh, yeah, I mean, let's just jump into it. Um, good three innings, um, really good tempo, good pace, good rhythm. Felt really good with Nola. Um, Nola was – I've been excited to throw to him. He's, he's really smart, and it's a guy that I really like to learn from, so I was happy about that. Um, but yeah, got in the rhythm, and then the last couple innings uh, was there, but it was just a little too, a little too much off speed for my liking. Um, now that I looked at it a little bit, because I had time since I only want to go five innings lately, um, so hopefully I won't have as much time after the games, and we can go you know deeper into the ball games, and um, that's the plan. So. Uh, be on the lookout for it because I'm I'm looking for it too. Um, but yeah, overall I'm happy with uh, how we swung it. Um, it was a good team win, and uh, the bullpen coming in for those four innings uh, pretty dominant. So um, I think one runner got on base, and the rest were just a lot of tickets, a lot of good stuff from the guys in the bullpen. So that was uh, that was fun to watch. You mentioned maybe too much off speed in the fourth and fifth innings. It looked like the slider was a pretty effective go-to pitch. Yeah, it was nice nasty. Yeah. So are you, when you say too much off speed, maybe too much of the changeup and curveball. Just that you're too trying much. To maybe too much. I don't even want to say too much off speed. Just not enough in the strike zone. Okay. I think that's the main focus. I mean, you just need to throw it in the zone. Your fastball was really effective tonight both in terms of its life its its location do you think there's times where maybe you don't give that pitch as much credit as it deserves uh i mean sometimes um but again i just go with you know how what i feel uh will work uh what i've done against these guys what i know they're looking for um i mean because the results will show you that i'm making the right pitches because a lot of weak contact uh, outside of the home run, but that was a fastball. I was just right down the middle and a good hitter's count. So, uh, and I didn't have the life or commitment behind it that it needed to. Um, so, I mean, I like the pitches that I throw. I think it's just all about location. Thanks, Blake. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good. Jeff Sanders. Hey, Blake, uh, you uh, were ahead early through the first three innings. What's the key to that and what kind of gets away from you when, when you were falling behind in the, in the fourth and fifth innings? I was in the strike zone, and then I fell out of the strike zone. That was – that's that's it right there. So if I stay in the strike zone, we'll be good. How do you make sure you stay in the strike zone? What's your key for that? I talk to myself more, I guess. Um, I don't know. Uh, things I got to figure out, but I feel really good, so – um, I'm in a good place. It's just once I figure it out and get in that zone, we'll be good. Um, I feel really good stuff-wise. Everything's good. Uh, I'm starting slower than I'd like, but we're going to get it going. So I think it's just, you know, time, understanding of myself. And, I mean, everything's good, so it's all mental. 
That was Blake Snell talking with the media after his first win as a Padre. And one thing I could say about Blake Snell in his days of uh, when he pitches is you want to stick around the post game because you want to hear what Blake Snell has to say. He's a seems like a pretty fun dude, and he seems like he doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, but, you know, he won the game tonight, and he gets to go to bed feeling good about himself, and he wakes up tomorrow, and he gets to do it all over again. We have a few callers on the line, so I'm going to take a couple here. Uh, and then we're going to take some on the other side of the break. Let's go to Troy in San Diego. What's up, Troy? What's on your mind tonight? Hey, what's up? You actually uh, took the play of the game for me, too. You're going to ask about the loudest moment in the game. Yes. My son Field and I were there, like fifth inning, strikeout. People people get people get labeled in San Diego, laid back fans, whatever. And I've been to a lot of ballparks, clutch parts of the game. That was a turning point in the game. That strikeout was absolutely huge. We were standing. My son and I were standing. People behind us standing. Like, that was it. The crowd rose up right there. And it was like being in Boston or St. Louis or some of these other traditional baseball cities. San Diego rose up right then. The fans were electric. It, that For me, that was the loudest I was all night, my son and I, for sure. And I was just that was absolutely the spot in the game. You nailed it with the play of the game. Uh, it was a great moment. Great win. Go Pods. Oh, I love it, Troy. I'm pumped up. That, that was a good call. And I love that Padres fans are starting to get a little bit of the credit that we all know that they're capable of getting, which is being great fans, because you, you said it. You can hear it on the highlights when, when things happen. Even from here in the studio, I can feel the energy in the stadium. I'm going to have to get down there and get in the stands. Uh, who who is your your son? He's obviously a Padres fan. Who's he watching when, when he's out at the games? I'm watching uh, basically everybody. Oh, basically everybody. Okay, I love it. I love it. He bleeds brown and gold, man. So we love Crony. We love Fam. We love I mean, Myers, all of them. Myers. So we're, we're into it. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much for the phone call, Troy and son. I wish I got his son's name, but thank you, Troy. Uh, give us a call back, uh, you know, in other post games. Uh, we'll go to. Nope. Brian's giving me the break sign. So we're going to go to break, but Frank and Nacho, please stay there because we're going to take you as soon as we get back. And uh, when we get back from break, we'll talk to Frank and Nacho. We'll also go through, uh, we'll pick who the player of the game for us is, and we'll check around some scores of the National League West. And that will be all next. I'm Matt Scraby, and this is the Padres postgame show after a Padres win 6-2 over the Giants. We'll be back. 97.3 The Fan. Scraby back with you here on the Padres postgame show, 97-3. The fan on a good night, a very good night. Blake Snell gets his first win as a Padre. They win 6-2. They're on a three-game winning streak. And the Dodgers lose once again. Uh, and, and I'm not going to be happy about this, but Dustin May did lo- lo- leave the game for the Dodgers early in the game, maybe the first or second inning with an arm injury. So we'll stay tuned and we'll f- try to figure out what's going on there. Let's go back out to the phones real quick before we get to our player of the game, Frank Oceanside. Frank, what's on your mind? Hey, how's it going, Matt? Good. What a ball game, huh? Yeah, that, that was, was fun. Incredible. I know. Yesterday, Cronenworth goes up and hits a home run. And then today, Profar goes up there and does the same thing, pinch hitting. Oh, my God, what a game. I, that I, was incredible. Absolutely, absolutely. Anything, Frank, that uh, other than the pinch hits and all that stand out to you tonight? You like what you saw from Blake Snell? Oh, I, I liked uh, the first four innings of Blake Snell. He was really, really good. But I think Coach Contreras is 100% on that one. You know, I could see him. I, had, I got to see it on my television today. And I could see him lose concentration. He had the pitcher two strikes, you know, zero and two, and then he throws a ball that he almost hit him with it, mm-hmm. and then he throws another ball that's not even close to the strike zone, and then he just feeds him a fastball right down the middle, and this guy happens to hit the ball and gets <laughs> on base, and then scores. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and and then scores. I mean, that was ridiculous. But I think what what set Profar up was that double steal. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God! They just—that's fantastic. I don't know if you remember, but I called you after one game, and I told you that I had picked uh, Myers to be the—you know—to be in the running for MVP. Yeah, I remember for a that. Batting title. You remember that? I and do. stolen bases. And I told you that people were telling me I was crazy 
And you kind of said, well, you might be a little nuts. <laughs> yes, I do definitely remember that, Frank. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for the phone call, Frank. I'm very excited and, and very happy that you had fun watching the game tonight and listening to the game. I agree with you, though. Blake Snell through four was uh, really fun to watch. Fifth was a little bit nerve-wracking. I was biting my nails a little bit. But um, he still got the the win, and the Padres still got the win. So that, that's all that matters. All right, one more phone call, and then we'll go to play your game, and then we'll finish up with some phone calls. Let's go to Nacho in Escondido. What's up, Nacho? How you doing, man? Good. Just What's on your up mind? For the game. We were also at the stadium, the wife and I, man. The vibe is incredible out there. Yeah, what, what specifically? Amazing. Give me. Let me live vicariously ah. through you. All right, so... Starting off, Manny got us all started up, jumping on the first inning. It was amazing. Then um, Snell with that with that punch out, he got out of a pickle right there. It was yeah, it was amazing. Then Tatis with that catch, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. hanging the star and everything. Crawford <laughs> coming through, Cronenworth hitting that that single, bringing in those two runners in. It was just just amazing, man. The vibe is. It's incredible. There, there's nothing like San Diego baseball. You know, it really, really doesn't get any better than that. You know, Nacho, you're 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 speaking right now, and I'm getting a little bit of chills. I love that sense of the one thing about sports that I love more than anything is the sense of community inside of a stadium when fans cheer together. And uh, you guys are making me feel like I need to go to the game tomorrow at least some point this week to feel that same that same sense of community. Um, what else, is there anything else, uh, Nacho, that you, you noticed from the game tonight, or you're just going to go home and, and celebrate the win and start all over tomorrow? Dude, celebrate that win. Celebrate <laughs> that Dodger loss. Yes. Of course. And let's just back up Snell, man. I know he can do it. This is, this is just the beginning for him. I know he's going to come through for San Diego. He's excited to be here. We're excited to have him. Let's just back him up. And go Padres, man. Go Let's Padres. Thank you so much for the phone call, Nacho. That he he's absolutely right. Blake Snell feels like he is a uh he likes being a Padre. He wants to be in San Diego, and I really do feel that that helps a ton for for someone who actually loves their situation. All right, uh Vince and Alex, please stay there. We're gonna take your calls in a little bit, but we have to take care of some house cleaning and we're gonna choose our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's take a look at the player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. San Diego's favorite casino and dining. I couldn't choose a player of the game per se. Uh, Blake Snell would probably be the logical choice for player of the game after getting his first win. Uh, Manny Machado hitting his home run, his fourth of the year in the first home, or for, first inning, uh, scoring three. But we decided to go a little bit different today, and we're going to go with the entire bullpen because they were awesome tonight. They did not give up a hit. Craig Stammen came in, uh, went through the order. Austin Adams, three. He struck out the side. Emilio Pagan did the same, striking out the side. And then Pierce Johnson came in to close it down for the win and the 6-2 win. So uh, the the Padres' bullpen accounted for six strikeouts. They actually had six strikeouts in a row. Uh, Austin Adams and Emilio Pagan both struck out the side back-to-back, so they were awesome. Pierce Johnson looking strong like always. He did give up a walk, but it's all right. It's all right. He closed down the game. So our uh, players of the game is are going to be the Padres' bullpen for tonight. Let's go and let's do – what do you want to do, Brian? Can we do the home run tally real quick? All right, let's do that. Which Padre went deep tonight? Let's take a look at the Padres home run tally. Brought to you by the Gomez firm on the Padres radio network. One and two. Here it is to Manny, and that is sent to the air to very deep left field. Ruff is going back. He is at the wall. It's going to go. A three-run homer for Manny Machado. A first-inning moonshot to give the Padres a 3 to nothing lead. Manny's fourth home run of the season. First pitch is hit in the air to deep right field. Talkman is going back. He is at the wall. It's going to go. Jerks and Profar. Big time fat flip. Big time fist pump as he rounds first. And the Padres get the add-on run. Four to two after just one pitch here in the eighth. That was uh, two home runs tonight. So 28 home runs in 28 games for the Padres. 
If, uh, you know, I'm terrible at math, but I can do this math. That is one home run a game so far this year. So 28 home runs in 28 games. That is the home run tally. Manny Machado with a three-run variety, and then Jerickson Profar getting his first of the year late in the game, breaking it all open. Again, 28 home runs in 28 games. We're going to go through some of the scores of the uh, out-of-town scoreboard, and you're going to want to stick around for some of those NLS scores. But first, let's go back to the phones, and we're going to go to Vince in Chula Vista. What's going on, Vince? How are you doing tonight? What's on your mind? Hey, Matt. I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, the time here. Just got back from from Petco. And um, you know what it is? It, we now have an expectation that we're going to win. It, it, it's, it's not this, well, we hope we hang around and, you know, do something late and, and get a victory. It is, there's an expectation. And so when Manny... Um, let it off with the three-run bomb in the first inning. You could just feel it. And then as Blake went on, and I want to say with Blake, it, it's early still in this season, and you can see it coming with him. And the uh, the explosion of cheers when he gets the strikeout was as loud as when Manny or when Profar hit their bombs. And, and isn't that we're, – we're now at a point – where we're watching this, and in the past, I can remember taking the trolley to Petco when mm-hmm. the when the Giants are in town. Yeah, and the trolley being filled with with Giants fans, it just it, it, it drove us crazy. And now, just to see the amount of white and brown Tatis jersey, Machado, Hosmer, and just you, you know, this is a home field advantage. Now we not only have the best ballpark in all of baseball. We really could have the best team, and I know it's early, but this team, there's the expectation every time we go out now that they're going to win. And, um, you you know, I just, I can't wait for the rest of the season. Matt, this is going to be fun. It really is going to be fun. I I can hear it in your voice, uh, Vince. I can hear that you are... Very excited, and it feels good to be a Padres fan to to have this sort of team where, you know, you go to the ballpark every day and you're going to see something fun and special. Absolutely. And you know what the best part maybe tonight was for me? Anyway, my wife, we have season tickets, and, and, you know, Friday or Saturday night turns out to be date night now that we go down to the stadium. Very nice. But there's there's always some some giant fans kind of sitting around us, right? Mm -hmm. And to see them get quiet (laughs) you know they they got a little mouthy when they got a couple of runs in the middle inning but to see them just sit there and take it i love it man it it just (laughs) it is it it is great to be a padre fan right now oh you the callers tonight have made me so pumped up about this team it just feels like i know it's a little bit of a controversial statement to say that padres fans shouldn't sell their tickets to the visiting fans but it seems like this year that is that's happening so thank you for the phone call vince appreciate that love that you had a great time at the game and uh i'm loving talking with all of you tonight you guys are all making me feel really really good about what's going on at petco park because i can't be there so i'll live vicariously through you uh alex national city what's up what's on your mind tonight how you doing matt uh just happy about the padres winning 62 that bullpen was lights out and let me tell you um you know i've been to two padre games this year one here at home uh, against the dodgers and the other up in l.a against the Dodgers, and both times they won. And, and it's fun to, to, to mess with those fans. And let me tell you something else. To be a Padres fan and to beat the Giants, that's the next best thing to beating the Dodgers. I hate the Giants almost as much as I hate the Dodgers. Hate them, hate them, hate them. Uh, but the thing is, that makes me feel real good inside. Yeah. It's just, it's just the Padres fans are their repping. I didn't like to go to Petco Park because I was outnumbered in my own stadium for a long time. I go, you know what? I tell my wife, we might as well just head up to L.A. and San Francisco and go sit in Giant Stadium and, and, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, uh, um, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. And, you know. But now the excitement, the feeling, it's home. It, it's finally home, and, and that's what's so great. And, you know, just seeing this Padre team do what it does and that bullpen being lights out is and Machado hitting that homer and and Profar roping, 
you know, it, it's just it's just amazing. So just to be the Padre fan, and, and, and I have to work in L.A. sometimes and drive up to Frisco for work because I work out the, on the dock, so we follow the ships up and down. And to just smear it in Giants fans' faces will be <laughs> great this week. It's going to be fantastic. So it's the feeling, the vibe in San Diego. I was at Plaza Bonita today seeing all the brown and gold and the old, uh, you know, Padre blue and orange all over the place. And, and I haven't seen that since I was a kid in 98. So, man, it feels good. It feels I, good, guys. I love this, Alex. I love this. Uh, answer answer one question for me. Do you feel like the players are feeling that sort of energy from the fans? Do you think that they're feeling the love from from all the Padres fans there? Well, let, let me tell you. I was at Dodger Stadium on that that Friday night, and there was a lot of Friar faithful up there, and and yeah, they're feeling it. I mean, we're talking to them, we're cheering them. Uh, you know, we were chanting BLA up there, and that was a six to I think one ball game win. Okay, we made it ours for the last two innings, so yeah, they could feel it because we're traveling now, and that's exciting. Oh, I like that. We're traveling now, and that's exciting. I like that little quote right there. Thanks so much, Alex, for the phone call. Appreciate that. Um, I love all the energy that we're getting from fans tonight. I love what we're what we're hearing from Padres fans. So, um, if uh, we do have one more call, but we'll we'll go to break first, and we'll figure out what's going on with that. So, uh, when we get back from break, we're going to. Oh, wait. I guess I have to do the out-of-town scoreboard real quick. Um, let's do that on the other side of the break. We'll, we'll regroup here. I'm Matt Scravey. This is the Padres postgame show. Padres beat the Giants 6-2. Blake Snell gets his first win in a Padres uniform, and we'll be back here shortly on 97.3 The Fan. This is Tony Gwynn Jr. from Gwynn and Chris. You're listening to the Padres postgame show on 97.3 The Fan. Scraby back with you here in the uh, Odyssey Palace. I keep trying to call it the Odyssey Empire, but that's not what it's called. It's called the Odyssey Palace, according to Tony Good Jr. and Chris Ello. We fight about it all the time, so I will go with them and say Odyssey Palace. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I went on for two minutes about that, but we'll just go right now and figure out what's happening around baseball. Time to check the scores around the big leagues with the out-of-town scoreboard on the Padres Radio Network. All right, so let's start with our National League West scores. Both or all three other teams have gone final here in uh, on Saturday night. We'll start with the Dodgers. They ended up losing to the Brewers in 11 innings. It's uh, they were up at one point by a little bit, and the Brewers got right back into it. But uh, at one point, Clayton Kershaw came up to to bat with the bases loaded for the Dodgers. But uh, that was, you know, that wasn't enough for them. The Brewers took down the Dodgers six to five, and the Dodgers now move to sixteen and twelve on the year. Uh, why does that sound familiar? Oh, because that is the same record as the San Diego Padres. So the Dodgers in the middle of. Um, uh, a, a bad losing streak, or I guess a, a bad stretch of losing, I should say, because they're not really on a losing streak per se. But, yeah, not looking good for the Dodgers right now. The other National League West score, the Rockies beat the Diamondbacks, helping out the Padres as well. Rockies win 14-6, to and it wasn't even close. Trevor Story went 3-5. for five. He had a home run, a double, two RBIs. And the Rockies took care of business. They moved to 10 and 17. The Diamondbacks fall to 14 and 13. So every National League West team that needed to lose tonight did lose. The Giants, the Dodgers, and the Diamondbacks all lost. The Braves and the Blue Jays also went into extras. It was 6 to 5 win for the Blue Jays of Florida in 10 innings. George Springer went 2 for 5. He had two home runs in the game. So uh, the the Blue Jays moved to 13 and 12 on the year. The Angels and the Mariners played in Seattle tonight. The Angels won that game 10 to 5 and uh Jared Walsh went four for four in the game with two home runs, three RBIs, and a walk. Mike Trout also homered in the game as well. Uh, Mitch Haniger homered for Seattle. So the Angels moved to 13 and 12 after beating the Mariners 10 to 5. The earlier, way earlier today, the Yankees took down the Tigers 6 to 4. Uh, Araldus Chapman, you know, did his thing. And uh, the Tigers moved to 8 and 20 on the year. The Yankees starting to come back a little bit. They Yankees fans were a little, uh, I guess they were a little panicked. The Yankees are now 13 and 14 on the year. Also earlier today, the Nationals took down the Marlins in Washington 7 to 2. Patrick Corbin went seven innings, two earned runs, four strikeouts. 
and he got the win for the Nationals. The Royals, the surprise team so far of uh, the American League at least, they beat the Twins 11-3. to That was in Minnesota. The Twins are having a hard time, and they're 9-16 and on the season. The Royals are 16-9. Andrew Benatendi. Another two home run game for someone today. So very, uh, there's lots of two. That was the third, at least I heard of uh, two home run games for around baseball. Danny Duffy gets the win for the Royals. He went seven innings, only giving up one earned run and seven strikeouts. The White Sox and Lance Lynn returning from the IL. He wins, and uh, they beat the Indians seven to three. They moved to fifteen and eleven on the year. You know, old friend alert, Austin Hedges with a home run for the Cleveland Indians. It wasn't enough, though. Tim Anderson also a home run for the White Sox, but uh, the White Sox win, and Lance Lynn went five innings, four hits, three earned runs, two strikeouts in his return to the starting rotation. The Orioles were in Oakland, and they beat the A's 8-4. to four. Matt Harvey got the win for the Orioles, going five and two-thirds, four hits, uh, two earned runs, and he struck out one while walking three. So Matt Harvey trying to make his way back to the form he was a few years ago. But the Orioles are surprising people as well. They went eight to four. The Astros beat the Rays three to one. And uh, the the Rays now are 13 and 15, and they are struggling a little bit. The Astros they had a lot of guys on the IL as well, but they were able to find a way to win. They moved to 15 and 12. The Cubs and the Reds almost got into a fight earlier today. I saw the uh, highlights on the TV. Cubs beat the Reds 3-2. to two. Uh, Craig Kimbrell comes in and gets the save for the Cubs. But it, the main story here was that Amir Garrett and Javi Baez were, were yelling at each other and got, got some tempers flaring there between two National League Central teams and, and bitter rivals. So we'll have to see what happens tomorrow. But the Cubs... Beat the Cincinnati Reds in Cincinnati three to two. The Mets take down the Phillies in Philadelphia five to four. The Mets are ten and eleven on the year now. Zach Wheeler he takes uh, or he didn't take the loss, but he went seven innings, gave up seven hits, four earned runs, six strikeouts, and the Phillies still lost. So not good. Michael Conforto two for four with a home run and a double with three RBIs in the game. The final for the Cardinals and the Pirates. Pirates are heading to San Diego after this series with the Cardinals. They lose 12-5. to Nolan Arenado, he went 3-for-4. He had a double, a triple, and three RBIs. And Jack Flaherty picks up the win for the Cardinals. Six-inning pitch, six hits, three earned runs, nine strikeouts, and two walks. So we'll see the Pirates here on Monday at Petco Park. And one of the uh, last games that we're going to talk about tonight, the Red Sox were in Texas to take on the Rangers, and they lost to the Rangers 8-6. to Rangers moved to 12 and 16 on the year, and uh, the Red Sox moved to 17, 11, 17 and 11 on the year. Another old friend alert: Hunter Renfro hit a uh, Red Sox home run. They did not win, so both former Padres that I've mentioned hitting home runs did not win their games, but they still hit a home run. So that's that. Again, Dodgers lose to the Brewers, and the Diamondbacks lose to the Rockies. That is it for the out-of-town scoreboard. Let me tab back over to my schedule. And all right, now we need to find out. Okay, the relief pitcher of the game is a little difficult because there were four great performances. So uh, we're going to do something a little bit different here. Which pitcher came in and slammed the door shut? Let's find out who's the relief pitcher of the game in partnership with the San Diego Food Bank. Providing relief for tens of thousands of families affected by COVID-19. Become a donor or volunteer today at sandiegofoodbank.org. It's going to be a co-relief pitcher of the game award. It's going to go to Austin Adams and Emilio Pagan. Both get the hold, and they they both have three holds on the year. They both pitched an inning, and they both struck out the side. So Padres pitchers went six up, six downs, six downs, six up, six down in seven uh, the, the seventh and the eighth inning. So those are the relief pitchers of the game. Good stuff for Austin Adams and Emilio Pagan. Really good stuff for them. All right, I think we got everything done. No more phone calls. The Padres won tonight, 6-2, to two, so we're all pretty happy. I think everybody's going to bed very happy. But tomorrow, it, it doesn't get any easier for the Padres. They have some terrible luck here with the pitching that they've been facing because Kevin Gosman, he's going to take the hill for the Giants after an 8-inning, 2-hit, 11-strikeout game against the Miami Marlins at home last Saturday. So he is rested, ready to go. Not what the Padres really want to see. I mean, they want to see uh, easier pitching. They're not getting any easier pitching. They're facing some of the toughest pitching in baseball. 
So that is who is going to take the mound for the Giants tomorrow. But tonight or t- tomorrow, we have no idea who's going to be pitching for the Padres. I know that Coach and I were talking about it a little bit earlier, and he said that he thinks they're just going to see how Nelson Lamette feels in the morning. Joe Musgrove could go. It would be his uh, his start on the regular rotation. But we'll see what happens tomorrow. So keep an eye on at 97.3, the fan SD on Twitter, because they will be, we always, um, our, our boss, Adam, he is very good at updating Padres fans on Padres news. And so as soon as we get, we find out who is going to be pitching for the Padres tomorrow in the game, uh, the final game of the series, we will pass along to everyone else. But right now we can bask in the glow of three straight wins for the Padres. We can bask in the glow of Blake Snell getting his first win as a Padre. And we can bask in the glow of Jerickson Profar getting his first homer of the year for the Padres. Padres win 6-2 uh, to two over the San Francisco Giants. Once again, the Padres had six runs on six hits. They had one air. Giants had two runs on five hits and no airs. The the Padres had five pitchers go tonight. The only one to give up a run would be Blake Snell. The bullpen was lights out, and um, they will have to build on that for tomorrow. Let's see. You know what? They didn't really do anything that terribly with the runners in scoring position tonight, so I don't have to really talk about that as well. They were uh, two for three with runners in scoring position tonight, so that is very different for the Padres, and, and like I said in the, the uh, pregame show, they're starting to find their way back up. They're starting to find their way to hitting with runners in scoring position, and we had a couple guys steal base today as well. Tatis Jr. gets his fifth stolen base, and Hosmer gets his third stolen base on the year. But that is it. All good stuff tonight from the Padres. They win 6-2. to two. They look to go four in a row tomorrow, and they look to get Denelson Lomet hopefully back on the mound or Joe Musgrove, but they look to get a strong performance from whatever starting pitcher they throw out there. But until then, we get to enjoy this win. So appreciate everyone calling in to the postgame show. I'm Matt Scraby. I usually am here on Saturday nights. Next Saturday, I will not be here, but I will be here on Sunday. So please join me next Sunday and join us all week on the station. 97.3 The Fan, Quinn and Chris, 3 to 7, Ben and Woods, 5 to 9, Coach John Katera from noon to 3. We talk Padres. We are the, the number one sports station in San Diego and the home of the Padres. So we are focused on making sure everyone out there gets the best Padres information that they can receive and uh that's it i got nothing left thank you so much to brian cohen for running the board and being my friend in studio tonight thank you to jesse agler and tony gwynn jr thank you to dave marcus for being the engineer on site at petco park thank you to adam klug the my boss our boss he uh runs 97.3 the fan and he does a really good job on it so thank you to all of those people and thank you to the people that called in tonight as well uh troy frank nacho alex Kathy, Carlos, Jessica, all of you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, Vince. I got to say Vince, too. So um, that's it. I'm just still talking, and I don't know really know why I'm still talking. So I'm just going to sign off. Padres win 6-2. to two. Talk to you next week.